Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey listeners, in this episode, you'll hear about a solution that's bringing transparency to the point of prescribing. And if you're interested in hearing more about what I'm doing with maternal health, check out www.rxformom.com and reach out if you are a pediatric pharmacist or pharmacist interested in maternal health. I'm looking for others who are also passionate about that and want to help with some content. Or maybe you're also a mom and have questions just like I did. So reach out. Let me know what you think about this project. All right, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Our guest, Kyle Kaiser, is the CEO of Arrive Health, an industry-leading provider of data-driven insights to points of care. As a thought leader in health technology and a diligent student of the complex healthcare value chain, he has been at the forefront of some of healthcare's most transformational initiatives. Fully aligned with Arrive Health's aspirational vision, he champions consumer choice. Kyle capitalizes on the regulatory tailwinds that now mandate price transparency and interoperability in pharma to simplify the complexities within the healthcare landscape and build collaborations between healthcare organizations, bringing patient cost and coverage data to the point of care. Motivated by an intense curiosity about the power of systems to transform the entire ecosystems, he knows how to leverage healthcare tools to drive behavior change across providers, payers, and patients. His focus on delivering accessible, affordable care as well as customer choice has impacted millions of patients' lives. Before joining Arrive Health, he built robust pipelines, strategic partnerships, awareness, and exponential revenue growth for companies including Catapult Health, WellTalk, Principal Wellness Company, and Emeritus. He holds a bachelor's degree from Guilford College, where he currently sits on the board of trustees. Kyle, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Happy to be here. Well, Quite thanks. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us. And now that our listeners have heard a bit about your background, maybe you can, you know, just share where you're calling in from in the world today. I am just outside of Seattle, Washington today. All right. So, Kyle, um, you know, we heard a lot in your your bio, but tell us a little bit more about you know, what is Arrive Health? Um, were you the founder of this company or, you know, just how did it come to be? And maybe a little bit more detail about um, who Arrive, um, you know, provides these data information points to. Sure. Yeah. That, uh, Arrive Health is a data network that provides price transparency at the point of prescribing. So, we embed inside of EMR systems and, and help inform those decisions before before they happen. So um, we, we have a real-time benefit and EPA network and uh, and continue to expand those capabilities to support patients in a number of ways. Uh, our our founding story, actually, the the most important guy to know about in that group is is a guy named Kevin O'Brien. So he's he's still a physician in Denver. Uh, he was the clinical founder 
around the table. Uh, Kevin was inspired to do this work because he, because uh, his mom approached him asking for help. She had a had a high out of pocket spend, you know, as a Medicare member and on a fixed income. And like any good son with the capabilities, he looked at her meds and found therapeutic alternatives and ways to save and cut her expense in half. What that inspired him to do is then start doing that work inside of his clinic. So he started tracking ways to save for his own patients inside of that clinic. And that was the, that was a spark from which the rest of the company uh, started. So uh, we're really, uh, we come at this problem from a provider lens and a point of care lens and, you know, know that, you know, the clinicians more broadly are where these questions should be answered and where patients want the answers from. And for too long, it's been, it's been difficult for providers, prescribers, care teams to get their hands on this data. So our goal is to, to really reintroduce consumer choice uh, into the clinical decision-making process and throughout the patient experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, as a pharmacist, I don't know how many times that, you know, we've had patients that come and say, you know, you, they bring in the prescription and then it's like drugs not covered or they've got to have a prior authorization or all of those things. And then, um, we've got to go back and contact the physician office because they didn't know. And so having some of that, um, you know, real time, uh, information at the point of prescribing is going to be so helpful, um, and then, you know, just other situations where, um, whether it's, you know, a patient and they're an employee or maybe they're, you know, just have a, a you know, a Medicare patient, have a regular insurance plan or, or whatever, and their benefits change or, you know, the, what's covered from one year to the next. And so, um, being able to know some of those things is going to be so helpful. So what a great tool. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of the trends in, in pharmacy complexity um, and how you've seen Arrive Health help um, to solve some of that. Yeah, I mean, I think you, were, you, you nailed it with your observation. It's the, it's the only part of our economy where someone else makes a purchasing decision on your behalf and neither of you know what it costs until you're asked to pay for it. So it's, uh, that's ultimately the problem we've been focused on solving. Um, it's, it's not always simple, you know, it's, uh, you know, as a pharmacist, you, you know, this better than I, but, uh, a lot of the, the complexity was resolved by the pharmacist at the point of sale. So as we've moved that, uh, some of that work into the prescribing workflows, you know, things like quantity unit and NDC matches and all of the sort of mess that can sometimes show up with an e-prescription that was once resolved by a pharmacist uh, at the point of sale. Now we've got to be able to build that into the technology so that we can understand how to translate between the EMR's understanding of what this med is intended to be and the claim system's understanding of what that med needs to be to adjudicate. So we've, uh, we've built a lot of capabilities into the tool that, that help make that translation in real time and, and drive a much higher success rate of our ability to price those transactions. But ultimately that translates into uh, more relevant, more clinically contextual alternatives. And that translates into better behavior change at the point of care. So ultimately this all comes down to trust, right? It's, 
uh, it's providers trusting the tool. And in order to do that, we've got to be, we got to be right a lot and we've got to be accurate a lot. And we've got to make sure that we're putting things forward that, that makes sense to that prescriber because you do, you know, you get one or two, maybe three chances, uh, with a provider user. And if, if they aren't, um, seeing things that are of value or reliable or trustworthy, they're just not coming back to the tool. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of work that our teams put into making sure that that that's possible. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've talked about some of the benefits, obviously to the physician and to the patient. And then of course, at, at the pharmacy level, we, we appreciate not having to go back and, um, make all of those, uh, go betweens to the, uh, insurance company in the doctor's office as well. But, uh, what did, you know, how did you get the payers on board and what has been their feedback? Well, they, they have a, a slightly different version of the same problem, right? So they, you know, they may have negotiated a specific deal within a drug class based on their, you know, best cost of goods. And there may not be a strong clinical preference one way or another. And, um, and so it's just sometimes communicating those things to the point of care has been what we've missed, right? Is, you know, think about albuterol and how many forms that might come in. Um, and one of those is zero dollars and four or five other ones are, you know, a couple hundred bucks. And that answer could be different from payer to payer to payer, as you know. And, um, and so it's simple things like that where we're, you know, helping guide to the preferred formulary drug, which saves money for the health plan, saves money for the patient, saves hassle for the provider and the pharmacist. Or we're, you know, understanding that there's a network restriction and that needs to go specifically to the payer-owned mail-order pharmacy. That saves rework down the line. So it's the goal is to really uh, take real-time, patient-specific, moment-in-time-specific information based on what we know about that patient, their condition, their med, and their pharmacy, and get the right answer the first time. And when we do that, you know, the benefits are actually kind of spread out in a in a nice and equitable way. It's uh, less hassle for pharmacists and clinics. It's uh, you know, if you're on a value-based care agreement as a provider, it's more beneficial. Uh, saves money for the health plan, saves money for the patient, and that's ultimately the goal. Mm-hmm. Now, talk to us a little bit more about the changing role of pharmacy and the individual pharmacist uh, and how they can be helpful um, patient navigators. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the things that we think about is, um, you know, a prescription is an important clinical decision and choice. Yes. And the, the prescription event is likely the most common thing that happens to a patient when it has some level of clinical need. So, you know, if, if you're, if you're designing this as a system, you'd want to be able to intervene with that patient in whatever way or user in whatever way happens most often, right? It creates the, what's the most likely thing they're going to engage with. And so if you think about healthcare as a big system, the prescription is actually the best opportunity to engage a patient. Um, and you know, maybe that's not necessarily just about that prescription event. It may be, and it likely is, but there's also opportunity there to engage around gaps in care, engage around, you know, things that may be specific and appropriate based on what we know about that patient and their insurance. So, um, we see an opportunity 
uh, enabled by technology and automation and, and AI to start to create these hyper-personalized experiences that we can launch off of the prescription event. So we see real-time uh, which includes context around that patient's drug, pharmacy, insurance, and condition. Uh, we then have a network of relationships with their insurer or other service providers that can bring things to bear that are relevant based on what we know about them. And then we can put that forward as, um, uh, as important and hyper-personalized information that then augments the next clinical encounter. So whether that's in, an encounter with a provider, with a care team member, or with a pharmacist, the goal is to start to put uh, tailored information into the hands of that patient uh, so that they can then focus on the clinical encounter with that pharmacist, right? That's the, and the goal would be then, uh, hopefully that frees up pharmacists to more, you know, do that top of license work and operate in the clinical areas where I, I think many pharmacists would prefer instead of, you know, sitting on hold with a health plan or a PBM trying to figure out if a prior hospital been resolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, we in the pharmacy are always trying to do more and more clinical care. And um, obviously, um, this is one of those things that's kind of on the back end that can can help do that um, before the patient shows up. But what are some other strategies or technology that you see that can help pharmacy do more and can help with streamlining the workflow and the, you know, as you just mentioned, sitting on hold uh, <laughs> for a long time. I don't know how many times I've had to multitask with filling prescriptions and, you know, my head's cocked on the phone and um, yeah. Yeah. We um, uh, actually first of the year we, we acquired uh, some capabilities from UPMC at University of Pittsburgh Medical Center that are uh, AI-driven patient outreach tools. And um, what what they built, what we now have inside of our company, is the, the ability to do really broad automated outreach, outreach to patients based on the orders coming into the pharmacy uh, and queue up a, you know, a work list of patients that are already engaged by the technology that either have a complex need and now they're already engaged as a result of the outreach or have asked to speak to a pharmacist. And, and the goal then is to make uh, you know, the, the work you and other pharmacists do the focus and not finding the folks to get them on the phone or get them engaged or, or something like that. So, uh, that to me, I think the, that's where technology is going to start to play a really big and important role and already is in, in, in the UPMC context, uh, is some of that automated outreach to really start to have the two way conversation with patients. I think we've, we've done a lot of that in healthcare around simple things like, password resets and it, you know, it, it been in, interacting with health systems, maybe in an administrative way, uh, where we see the opportunity is that you can really start to engage around clinical, clinical topics with these types of technologies and accelerate patients path to a real clinical encounter with a pharmacist, uh, by helping clear the path for that, right. By not filling the day with manual outreach in, and in, instead filling the day with encounters with patients that really need it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Kyle, if people want to learn more about arrive health, are you, you know, mostly working with, um, the physicians to, you know, implement this technology or, 
Um, is there anything that pharmacists who might be listening to this podcast episode uh, might need to know more about this uh, this technology? Yeah, I mean, specifically health system-based pharmacists. Uh, we do a lot of work with IDNs um, around clinical decision support for all the things we've discussed. Also, the AI-driven outreach to help make those practices more efficient. Uh, we've even done some work around continuity of care and supporting 340B initiatives. All those things are a part of our world, and we would love to speak to your your listeners about any number of those things. Um, so yeah, our, you know, we're a network that touches a lot of stakeholders. Uh, that includes payers and PBMs and providers and health systems and pharmacists. So yeah, we're we're looking for allies that want to support uh, all the Lucy's in their life. Great. Now, Kyle, is uh, our final question that I love to ask all of our guests is what is some advice that you would tell your younger self or for others out there who are just getting started in their career? Um, I think that it's uh, as callous as sometimes it may sound. The more you understand how people get paid, the more you understand their behavior. I mean, honestly, like understanding the incentives in healthcare is probably the most valuable thing I did. And it's mostly just out of a out of a sort of uh, uh, uncontrolled curiosity, <laughs> but it, you know, at a high level, the healthcare system looks like a chaotic collection of incentives that don't make any sense. But if you start to really drill down, you understand that these are, uh, you know, people making very rational decisions based on the incentives that are in front of them. So the, the better you understand that, the more easily you'll be able to solve problems in this industry because it's ultimately that's what drives behavior. Yeah. Absolutely. Follow, follow the the money uh, and you can kind of uh, understand a lot more. So, well, great. Well, Kyle, um, we have the information about Arrive Health in the show notes and it was such a pleasure to have you as a guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. And we'll, uh, we'll see you along the road. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening.